0: Hello ladies and gentlemen and welcome to the Mr. Classic Wrestling Podcast and today I'm going to go over my review of AEW's Dark. Starting off the evening we go to our first match of the night. It is Lee Johnson versus Darian Bingston. I thought it was an okay opening matchup for AEW Dark. Back and forth matchup between both Lee Johnson and Darian with Lee Johnson keeping the pace of the match. But Lee Johnson ultimately hits the finish, pins for the three and your winner of the match is Lee Johnson. Hats off to Lee Johnson for getting the win in this matchup. Moving on from that, we go into our next match of the night as well. It is Sonny Kiss versus Ashton Starr. I thought it was an okay matchup. Back and forth matchup between both Sonny and Ashton with Sonny keeping the pace of the match. But Sonny ultimately hits the finish, pins for the three, and your winner of the match is Sonny Kiss. Hats off to Sonny Kiss for getting the win in this matchup. Moving on from that. We go into our next match of the night. It is a tag team matchup. It is the Acclaimed versus Donovan, Izzolina, and B. Jack. I thought it was an okay matchup. Uh, Acclaimed was pretty much keeping the pace throughout this entire match with the Acclaimed ultimately hitting the finish. Pins for the three, and your winners of the match are the Acclaimed. Hats off to the Acclaimed for getting the win in this matchup. Moving on from that, we go into our next match of the night. It is Daniela Camela versus Marina Shafir. Uh, the one interesting thing I saw about this match that kind of, you know, struck my attention was Daniela Camela. Uh, She's actually formerly known as Vanessa Bourne. She used to be a former NXT talent that really wasn't being utilized correctly. Uh, she makes her AEW debut in this matchup against Marina Shafir. Uh, the match itself was a decent matchup, back and forth matchup between both Camela and Marina Shafir with... Um, Camella keeping the pace of the match. But Marina Shafir ultimately applies a submission on Danielle Camella, And your winner of the match is Marina Shafir. Hats off to Marina Shafir for getting the win in this matchup. Moving on from that, we go into our next match of the night. It is Jack Evans versus Dante Martin. Uh, number one, I thought this was a good matchup. Uh, back and forth matchup between both Jack Evans and Dante Martin. With Dante Martin keeping the pace of the match. And Dante ultimately hits his signature springboard moonsault on Jack Evans, pinning him for the three, and your winner of the match is Dante Martin. A couple of things I am going to say about this matchup quickly, man. Number one, great to see Jack Evans. I feel like Jack Evans has been off the scene when it comes to AEW for quite a while, so it was great to see him back in AEW, inside the square circle again. And the other thing is, too, man, is Dante Martin. And I mentioned this a couple of times in the past as well, man. Dante Martin, the amount of stuff that he's already done for AEW and him still being at you know a younger wrestler in AEW, I mean, sky is the limit for Dante Martin. I mean, the things that he does inside that ring is absolutely phenomenal. And honestly, I feel like, you know, I might be tooting my horn on this a little bit, but I feel like Dante Martin will be a future AEW world champion. I mean, he has the intangibles, man. I mean, he has the skill set to be a world champion. And I mean, because his age right now in professional wrestling, he has so much time to learn and to build his craft in professional wrestling, man, Dante Martin is going to be a scary dude in professional wrestling. I mean, the stuff that he's done so far has been absolutely just amazing. I mean, from the moveset, the matches that he's had, you know, kudos to Dante Martin, man. Dante Martin is going to be a primetime player if he already hasn't been for AEW. So hats off to Dante Martin, too, for giving us a fantastic matchup. Moving on from that, we go into our next match of the night. It is Sahara 7 versus Abaddon. I thought it was an okay matchup, back-and-forth matchup between both Sahara 7 and Abaddon, with Abaddon keeping the pace of the match. But Abaddon ultimately hits the finish on Sahara, pinning her for the three, and your winner of the match is Abaddon. couple of things I want to say about this match, man. Number one, I don't know, I know AEW has the whole record thing, but I can honestly tell you that I have not seen Abaddon on television, whether it be Elevation or Dark, in quite a while. So her record, from what I understand, is like twenty-four and seven or something like that. That may be way off base on that, but she has a lot of wins. And to be honest, I don't know where she got these wins from, man. Because I haven't really seen her Elevation or Dark as of late. Besides, you know, Dark that happened last night, and two, who she wrestled, man. I mean, for her to have that record, and I told you guys before. Abaddon has a very, very low ceiling in AEW. I just think that she's, she doesn't I'm trying, the main thing with Abaddon, for me as a fan, is that the gimmick, I don't know where the gimmick's going. I really don't. I don't understand the gimmick. Um, And honestly, I feel like it's a knockoff to what Impact was doing with like Rosemary and stuff like that. I kind of feel like it's a knockoff to that, number one. Number two. Like I said, she has a very low ceiling, in my honest opinion, with AEW, even though her record's really good. But there's no way in hell that AEW and Tony Khan is really going to push Avanon to be, you know, AEW Women's Champion or or TBS Champion. And some people may disagree with that as well. I mean, people hate the fact that Jade Cargill is undefeated or, you know, is TBS Champion. But there's a big difference between Jade and Avanon. Yeah, people don't like Jade's attitude, but at least Jade doesn't present herself that badly. And I'm not saying Abaddon does either, but what I'm also saying to you is is I don't think a lot of people can get behind the gimmick of Abaddon and her wrestling ability. Now, both Jade and Abaddon are kind of on the same page. Now, Jade is getting better, but there's still a lot for Jade to learn, as well as Abaddon. And like I said, I don't know where her record came into play with this when she went up against Sahara 7, but I have not seen her wrestle on Dynamite rampage elevation or dark as of late I have not seen it so it does kind of like define the fact that they have a, a ranking system and I haven't seen her wrestle but she's like 21 or 24 and 7. it's kind of it, it to me it was kind of laughable to be honest with you I don't think Avidon really has a high ceiling in aew I don't now there's a lot of people that do I think Dante Martin has a very high ceiling in aew sky's the limit for that guy Scorpio Sky has a, a lot of potential in AEW. You know, you also have Red Velvet. You have Ruby Soho. You have Chris Statlander. There's so much other women on that roster. Now, I'll credit, there ain't that much women on that women's roster right now. They need to add more names, but Abenas is just not one of those female talent they have on that roster right now with AEW that I can see possibly being a TBS champion or AEW women's champion. I just don't see it. That's why Jade's in the position that she's in because. Jade fits the mold of what they're trying to do. I mean, she's undefeated. She's a powerhouse. I mean, Jade, a lot of people don't like Jade. I mean, me personally, I don't mind Jade Cargill. But she's a powerhouse, man. I mean, that girl is a force to be reckoned with. And for many reasons why, I mean, since she's gotten that main push with AEW, I mean, she's been on one hell of a tear as of late. And I mean, just demolishing people. She's doing a fantastic job. I mean, I love the entrance music. I love the gimmick. It's absolutely fantastic. And people just love to hate Jade Cargill. I'm not hating Jay Cargill, I man. I think what she's doing is absolutely fantastic. And I think she wants people to hate her to let them know that she's the force to be reckoned with within AEW. Abaddon is not on the same page as Jade, Absolutely not. So hopefully we don't see Abaddon get a title shot because honestly, like I said, very low ceiling. And there's still a lot for Abaddon to learn when it comes to professional wrestling, in my honest opinion. But hats off to Abaddon for getting the win in this matchup. Moving on from that, we go into our next match of the night. It is Diamante versus Vipers. I thought it was an okay matchup, back-and-forth matchup between both Diamante and Vipers, with Diamante keeping the pace of the match. But Diamante ultimately hits the code red on Vipers Pins for the three, and your winner of the match is Diamante. Hats off to Diamante for getting the win in this matchup. Moving on from that, we go into our next match of the night. It is Kelsey Reagan versus Kira Hogan. I thought this was a relatively good matchup, back-and-forth matchup between both Kelsey Reagan and Kira Hogan, with Kira Hogan keeping the pace of the match, but Kira Hogan ultimately hits the finish on Kelsey Reagan, pinning her for the three, and your winner of the match is Kira Hogan. Hats off to Kira Hogan for getting the win in this matchup. Moving on from that, we go into our next match of the night. It is Josh Woods versus Daniel Garcia. Number one, I thought this was a good matchup. Uh, Back-and-forth matchup between both Josh Woods and Daniel Garcia. Throughout this entire match, too, it looked like there was a lot of mat wrestling going on in this match. Um, but Garcia was keeping the pace of the match. And then Garcia ends up hitting a devastating pile driver on Josh Woods, pinning him for the three, and your winner of the match is Daniel Garcia. Hats off to Daniel Garcia for getting the win in this matchup. Moving on from Matt, we go into our next match of the night. It is Will Austin versus Sean Dean. Thought it was a relatively okay matchup, back and forth matchup between both Will Austin and Sean Dean, with Sean Dean keeping the pace of the match. But Sean Dean ultimately hits the finish on Will Austin, pinning him for the three, and your winner of the match is Sean Dean. Hats off to Sean Dean for getting the win in this matchup. Moving on from that, we go into our main event of AEW's Dark. It is Wheeler Yuta and Orange Cassidy versus Aaron Solo and Nick Camarado. Number one, I thought it was a good main event match for AW Dark last night. Back and forth matchup between both teams with Wheeler Yuta and Orange Cassidy keeping the pace of the match. But Yuta ultimately hits a German suplex into a roll-up. Pins for the three, and your winners of the match are Wheeler Yuta and Orange Cassidy. Hats off to Wheeler Yuta and Orange Cassidy for getting the win in this matchup. A couple of things I'm going to say before I get out of here, though. Number one, like I said about Elevation, I'm loving what AEW Dark is doing, man. It definitely gives us independent talent, you know, an opportunity to wrestle. I guess, of event caliber talent at the roster that, you know, AEW has right now. A lot of notable names on that roster. Uh, a lot of people that are, you know, doing matches for AEW Dark or Elevation are really making a name for themselves, man. I mean, like I mentioned in my Elevation review, I mean, Sky Blue. Sky Blue has done a fantastic job um, doing what she's been doing for AEW Elevation, AEW Dark. Uh, Kira Hogan is doing a fantastic job. Diamante is another one that's been constantly pushed, it seems like, on Elevation and Dark, and she's doing a fantastic job. She's also been teaming up a lot with Nyla Rose and Emi Sakura. Um, You also have Chaos Project that, you know, yeah, they're not really winning a lot of matches, but they're getting predominantly shown on Elevation and Dark. You know, you have Luther and you got Serpentico, and they're doing a good job. I mean, yeah, they're not winning a lot of matches, but as far as being pushed on Elevation and Dark, yeah, you know, those... Few people are definitely being the ones that are being pushed on Elevation and Dark. I think it's absolutely fantastic. It also gives independent independent talent a chance to go up against main event caliber talent that AEW has to offer, which I think is absolutely fantastic. A couple other things I want to get into too, you know, little side notes here. There's supposed to be a humongous announcement tonight on AEW Dynamite. Now, a lot of people are speculating what that could be. In my opinion... I think Tony Khan's announcement is going to be either one or two things. Number one, I do possibly think that they might be talking to HBO Max for a streaming deal to stream AEW content for the foreseeable future, which I'm not against it because at the end of the day, you know, a lot of professional, well, not a lot, but let's look at what WWE is doing. WWE is doing a fantastic job and we're making buku bucks with the, you know, WWE network. Um, Now, Peacock, they're making a lot of money, a lot of revenue for WWE. Now, as a businessman that Tony Khan is, it's kind of hard to not turn the other cheek or not pay attention to that because it does give you a lot of revenue. A lot of revenue. I mean, boo-koo bucks. So, and if people don't remember, I mean, when AEW kind of came into existence in the first year, one of their main sponsors were HBO Max. So, I don't know if Tony Khan has been in talks with the people that are running HBO Max or what have you, but at the same time, too, it's kind of hard not to realize that maybe Tony Khan has reached out or have been in talks with HBO Max to possibly use them as a streaming service to show AEW content to people that are subscribed to HBO Max. I think it's a great idea. You know, it's a something where they can also have a video library from all the pay per views they had, you know, back in the day for the past couple of years now. And add that to HBO Max for the fans. I think that's a fantastic thing to do. Or add special shows or specials to possibly you know, HBO Max if they were to go that route to do a streaming service. Or, you know, obviously Ring of Honor. And Ring of Honor is another thing that's been coming up a lot. And that's my other thing I was going to get into. That it might not be HBO Max. A lot of people are speculating that maybe Tony Khan had bought Ring of Honor. Now, if that were to happen, that would be absolutely huge. Um, I didn't credit. I didn't know Ring of Honor was for sale. I know they were going on hiatus, uh, due to the pandemic and everything else like that and trying to reform what Ring of Honor used to be and make it something new, something fresh. But if Tony Khan were to buy Ring of Honor, it's huge. Now, the other thing too, is I don't think a lot of people do realize is that AEW's first ever, it wasn't even AEW's, you know, Tony Khan and the Bucks, Kenny Omega, Cody, even probably before Tony Khan, their first big event was all-in or all-out. I think it was actually, no, it was all-in, I believe. And that was basically New Japan talent and Ring of Honor talent putting on this crazy, awesome pay-per-view, and it was fantastic. But Ring of Honor owns that pay-per-view. So I'm sure AEW, The Bucks, Kenny Omega, Tony Khan, I'm sure they want that pay-per-view in their own library. But in order to do that, they got to talk to Ring of Honor. So there's a lot of speculation of what this big announcement from Tony Khan could be. I think it's either one or two things like I had mentioned. It's either them signing a deal with HBO Max to be a streaming partner for AEW's content for the foreseeable future. Or Tony Khan has purchased Ring of Honor and we're going to have a, you know, AEW Ring of Honor thing. Or maybe, you know, I know Ring of Honor is having their supercard coming up here in April. Maybe they're going to do, you know, AEW Ring of Honor going to come together and to put on that super show. Or maybe we're going to be working with New Japan exclusively. A lot of things are up in the air. But those are my two picks of what I think is going to happen. I think either Tony Khan is working with HBO Max as a streaming service for AEW. Or Tony Khan had purchased Ring of Honor in some kind of capacity. So, But uh, this is my review of AEW's Dark. I hope you guys are out there staying safe. Be careful. And remember, stay classic. Peace.